Welcome to today's market update with our good friend Eugene Grainer, president of heartlandinvest.com. We're going to focus on a few things today. One about inflation, where it's headed and why, and also Bitcoin hitting some record highs. Eugene, great to have you. I just want to put this up for our audience. You can see um, this is an article actually from yesterday, but global markets see inflation breaking out to multi-year highs. They're saying the highest, highest since 2014. Why and where is this headed? Well, when it comes to this inflation, only a fool wouldn't see this coming. But then again, Congress doesn't seem to see this coming when they throw <laughs> along with uh, the other politicians, Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. When they threw $8 trillion at the market last year, whether it was you know relief packages, which were inadvertently given to those that didn't need it. Uh, how about $250,000 to Sri Lanka to fix a boat? You know, hundreds of millions of dollars to study the uh, breeding habits of other animals. I mean, it was ridiculous. You heard the stories. I'm just, you know, naming a few that make the uh, point that money was wasted. Now, when this money is thrown like there's no tomorrow, people say to themselves, well, who's paying for this? Well, I'm telling you who's paying for it. You are. I don't care if you're poor, young, old, you will pay for it, not in taxes, but in the destruction of your currency, the dilution of the value of your dollar continues to erode to near worthlessness as it almost became in 2008 when we had $150 oil and other commodities all had exploded. But then what changed after that uh, was the talk of raising interest rates finally by 2014, 2015, that put strength back into our dollar. But now last year, several things that were done besides the inventing of trillions of dollars by the Federal Reserve and the U.S. government asking for some of that money too, which then of course the Fed would dutifully invent and give it to the U.S. government to disperse as it saw fit. And then this year, of course, we have Biden working on another $1.9 trillion, which will, this is mind numbing, think about this. Around 2004, our deficit uh, for the U.S. government was at $4 trillion. By the time Bush had left office, George W. Bush left office, that number had grown to about $10 trillion. Obama came in, and over his eight years, he ran it up to $19 trillion. And then under the Trump administration, three years, only a trillion dollars was added under President Trump. But COVID 2020 year, $8 trillion was added. And now Ooh. $2 trillion as we started, $30 trillion. We've jumped $25 trillion from a $5 trillion deficit in 15 years. This dilutes the value of your currency, which causes everything around you to start becoming more expensive. And many things are. Now, people would think of buying gold and silver. Well, let's go to, I have a chart of Bitcoin here for you to, to pull up. And uh, part of this explosion in Bitcoin is now large, prominent companies stepping in and buying, like Tesla announced yesterday, they're going to put up $1.5 billion into Bitcoin. And then overnight, we're hearing that Apple is going to put $5 billion into Bitcoin. And if you look at this chart, this is over multiple years. That first bump up on the far left-hand side, that was 2018 when Bitcoin hit 20,000. And then it dropped back precipitously towards the 3,000 value. And now in 2020, as you can see, that last dip down here towards the right side of the chart, it exploded from 4,000 to what is presently 46,000. That's because people are seeing what's happening with the money. They're buying Bitcoin and other blockchain currencies as well as an alternative to holding their money at the same time, uh, holding their money at the bank. At the same time, uh, we're seeing uh, interest now starting to be paid. Some places like Gemini, when you buy Bitcoin through them, they'll pay you 3% on your currency while you hold it there. And uh, some of the, what, like uh, Litcoin, 
uh, and Filecoin, these other blockchains, they'll pay you 7% on your money. So here you are going to a place that's finite where they can't dilute the value of your currency. It's exploding, giving, showing you how you can protect yourself from inflation better than gold and silver can do. Now, inflation also is rearing its ugly head that some people out there know, and many are going to start finding out. Let's show a chart of lumber. Uh, lumber exploded last year. Now, you can see where I put start of 2020. Well, then it broke into April, the price of lumber, when the COVID concern, the stock market collapsed, everything collapsed into the end of March, early April. So did lumber. Then lumber took off on multiple factors. Part of what the Federal Reserve was doing then in March and April, not only were they pumping liquidity into the marketplace, slashing interest rates again, interest rates that they had raised in 2015, uh, I should say 2016, 17, and 18, and President Trump was even you know, getting vocal against them raising their rates so fast. Well, they collapsed the interest rates in April and May, and housing took off. People mm -hmm. leaving the cities, whatever it wanted, housing took off. And at the same time, we had a lot of the mills were shut down for COVID, you know, for a, a month or so. So supply, supply was depleted. And then when the mills came back up, demand was massive because money was easy to get, uh, interest rates were low, and housing, new housing took off as, you know, part of the COVID turnaround, it overshot itself. And you can see how a lumber basically multiplied by a factor of three since the beginning of the year. And so there is a inflation you're going to start to see when you start looking for a new home. New housing is expensive because of lumber. Uh, typical home up $100,000 because of the cost of lumber for a 4,000 square foot home, you know, less if you're 3,000 square foot. But in regards to what it does, eventually it finds its way, those values into secondary housing because if it's expensive to build, well, let's just go look for a nice home that we want that's bigger and we'll remodel. Well, that pushes up the secondary housing values as well once those people have seen the cost of a new home. So inflation, it's coming. It's not a story in the future anymore. It's upon us and it's continuing it. And we're seeing it in the grain markets. We're seeing it in the oil market. Oil market hitting another 52-week high today, back up to $58 a barrel as the U.S. dollar continues to erode. So a couple of things. One is that a lot of people aren't talking about, but you know it's coming as well, as uh, Joe Biden on the campaign trail talked about his climate change deal. That's another 1.9 trillion that he wants to utilize from the feds, obviously go out there and implement what he, what he wants to do. So you throw that number in what you're talking about. I guess the biggest question that I'm assuming people have watching is, okay, so what do I do to protect myself financially? What would you say? Well, again, another $1.9 trillion. Who's going to pay for it? Nobody is. The treasury will pick up the phone to the fed and ask them to invent that money. That money will again, dilute the power of your dollar, driving it down. And of course, that's the tax inflation. There, the ways you can go about it is I do like these blockchains, uh, investing in them because on the apps, you have Coinbase. My favorite is Gemini app because that's where they use, can get interest paid on them. Uh, the security on these are now second to none. They're as safe as your bank, so to speak. Uh, when Once you sign in and you start to realize how many... Uh, ways they have of protecting it, plus your ability to take it off their site and put it on a USB jack and put it in your safe or put it in a safe deposit box. But understand, if that ever gets burned up or you can't get into it, you've lost that money. There's no way of ever retracting it. So I just like leaving it on these secure sites. But with that, you can buy $100, $200. You can go dollar cost averaging because prices have elevated, but you can buy in any amounts you want. The problem with Buying gold is my recommendations is you're buying double eagle, double eagles or maple leaf coins rather than, you know, just gold shavings. There you have a coin. Well, they're an ounce. 
Well, an ounce of gold is $1,900. Silver, yeah, a lot of people can buy brick silvers. I don't like silver coins as much as just buying the raw silver, the brick silvers, because there's too much collector value put into silver there rather than the value of silver. Silver has collector's value on the various coins. So those I, I tend to avoid. I'd rather have blocks of silver. But there too, you've got to buy, you know, 100 ounces. Uh, some people don't want to buy 100 ounces. They might not have the money. So my advice, and with the first time we talked about this over a month ago, uh, we had Bitcoin trading down in the 30,000 value. Erythium um, was trading 800, 900. Now Erythium's at $1,700. You know, Bitcoin trading at $47,000. They're appreciating. Now, you could say, well, now they're going to flare out and break again. Maybe they will, but they're not going to go into a downtrend. They are in a progressive uptrend because we have a progressive government that continues to dilute your value of your dollar. So what do we do? I mean, you got a person here, Thomas Frank, saying, hey, you got to cut the purse strings. Even local governments are a problem. I mean, I remember we had Senator Hovind on. He's a banker. He understands this stuff. It was one of the first. It may have been the Trump tax cuts or one of the first you know, packages, but I said, Hey, we're going to flood the market with all these dollars from the feds. You know, inflation's coming. And he's like, nah, not, not really. We'll figure it out when we get there kind of thing. Words from the Federal Reserve last year. Now is not the time to worry about the excesses of liquidity. Now is not the time. Exact quote from Fed Chairman Powell last year, sometime around in June. When are they going to worry about it? When yeah. they do worry about it, here's the problem. Inflation is going to become hyper. And they're going to be behind the curve is what we call it. So you're going to see simultaneously long-term interest rates, which, by the way, are slowly creeping higher now. 30-year mortgages, the the T-bonds the that we trade against them have been slowly climbing. Nothing to catch your attention yet, but they're climbing. Uh, the Federal Reserve only controls short-term interest rates. Well, what will happen is they'll start raising interest rates and start raising them fast. Here's a little tidbit of history for you. Go back and study what happened back after the Carter administration when we went into a, a recession that was heavy at that time. The Federal Reserve cranked some money out there. Of course, valuations are different from 1978 than now. But just to give you an idea, they put $200 billion into the economy. The, uh, the uh, U.S. government did a $20 billion uh, of economic activity. And interest rates went to 16 to 20% in the mid 80s when Fed Chair Vocal went out to mop up that excess liquidity. Remember the $800 gold? Remember the $50 silver, the Hunt Brothers? Uh, there was inflation. Inflation was taking off. They ran interest rates to 16 to 20% to mop this up. You get anything close to 8 or 9% interest rates, you will crush this debt burden society, especially our U.S. government, which carries a lot of debt. And a lot of it's short-term debt as well that gets, needs to get renewed. Where are we going to find the money to pay for the rising interest rates on our government debt and let alone the consumer? Exactly. What it'll shut them? Everything's on a payment. In my day, we grew up buying a vehicle. And you saved your money up and you went and paid the taboo yep. price on your trade. No, everything's about what's the payment? What's the payment? Well, the payment's based off of cheap money. That cheap money is going to go away someday. When? Well, they're all pushing it down the road for somebody else to worry about it. But I don't think we can get another five years down the road and not be dealing with this. This liquidity is off the charts. Real quick, Eugene, producer AJ's got a question for you. What are three things I should put my money in right now? Three things. Well, real estate has always been a good harbinger for it, but real estate's been uh, really strong. Uh, prices may be a, a little overdone. Stock market, 
you know, again, there too, if you're in, you're a winner. It's just very careful to add more money at these valuations is tough other than dollar cost averaging in because we could be due for another substantial setback in the stock market, especially if there's a whisper of interest rates needing to yeah. be, you know, stabilized and increased. But that's another year or two down the road. I prefer the infant rallies, which are again, the blockchains and gold and silver as well, or the ETFs. But I like owning the physical gold, which when you're buying, buying these blockchains on the websites, like buying it into an ETF, you actually own the stuff. You know, when you buy these ETFs, you don't actually own the gold. You don't actually own the silver. And there's two different prices right now. There's the silver and gold price. And then there is the uh, uh, contract price. There's a large disparity of what there is on paper versus physically what can be owned. So again, I, I keep circling back to these blockchains. But yeah. my favorite, Litcoin, Filecoin, uh, along with Ethereum. Those are where I would be putting a little bit in at a time. Don't buy all at one day, but spread it out over time and just keep buying into them. And what's an ETF again? Exchange traded funds. And what they'll do is they try to emulate a physical commodity, but there too, you don't actually physically own it. They're emulating. The problem with emulating is that the physical, they're emulating with physical contracts and the contracts have what we call carry in them. Like for example, and I'll just be, uh, it's not exactly how it is, but say silver right now is uh, $26 or $27. Well, deferred contracts are higher. So eventually when you have to come out of the silver contract, they're replacing it with a higher price silver contract, which is suspect always to setbacks. And so I prefer physical ownership rather than exchange traded physicals, which are ETFs. Great stuff. Eugene Graner, we appreciate it. We went kind of long today, but it's such good stuff. Let's continue to do this again. Remind. Oh, and by the way, the government requires me to say everything you've heard today, past results are not indicative of future results. Consider risk carefully before investing. Find out more at heartlandinvest.com. want to remind you every Tuesday and Thursday, we look to do these around 2.30 p.m. So you can always join us, ask questions, kind of a nice uh, financial markets town hall conversation. Eugene Grainer, thanks again, heartlandinvest.com. Thanks for having me.